This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Now for the Stacy and Hutch Say Too Much podcast. Hide the children. Where, you guessed it, the dynamic afternoon duo say way too much. I won't shave armpits. Does it hurt when it grows back? If there's any ingrown situations, yeah. that can be very painful. No, seriously, that was way too much. Pit stains. I think they're sexy in certain situations. So if you're still listening, here they are to start the pod. Why, I never. Stacy and Hutch. Yay! Yay! Say too much. What's up, everybody? Uh, we are excited today. Stacy was able to grab one of her good friends. You guys go way back, like way, way back. Like maybe so three far back. minutes. TJ Miller is with hey! us. Hey, TJ. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, was it ever, it's say too much with Stacy mm-hmm. and Hutch. Did you ever consider it gets a little racy with Hutch and Stacy? Where oh. were you when we put this stupid thing together? Oh. TJ, here's the problem with that. Waiting for the call. She has to have her name first. So I can't, you know, legally I can't do that. It's it's in the contract, you know. He gets a beating. I don't think well, that's true. I like the other half. I'm a, I'm a fashionable seaman. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did I say too much? Or no, you're good. get a little racy with Hutch and Stacy. I, I like, like I like the orange hat before that last one. Well, okay. okay. Were you ever a seaman in a past life? Not or I think we all were at some point, honestly, right? Oh, Hutch! This no, is sorry. why you say too much. Sorry. Gosh, I don't know. That's well, it's, it's perfectly named. He talks about the weirdest things. You know, well, I've been talking. Is, it was really, in the intro, it was largely armpit focused. Mm-hmm. I know we're just, you know, I, I want to say too much about the pits because I have a joke and I think this will be fun for you guys specifically because of your obsession with the pit. And my wife who speaks, uh, Kate does my wife, Kate talks, uh, she speaks uh, Italian. She, almost went, she talks Italian. And <laughs> she's, um, she said that when she studied abroad in college, that everybody loved the English word armpit. Oh. And they said, it's such a beautiful word, armpit. <laughs> oh my God, that's goes, so That's funny. like the grossest word in the English language. Like, no, no, it's not gross. It's beautiful. Armpit. Armpit. I love that. But um, I have a joke. I talk about how um, I have some jokes that are bathroom humor. Uh, you know, I'd say... Um, uh, when you wash your hands, you're supposed to sing happy birthday, right? Which oh, is yeah. true. Um, and uh, you're supposed to sing it twice, actually. And I do it every single time I sing it out loud. But whenever I'm the only person in a public restroom and somebody <laughs> else walks in, it just looks like I'm having the saddest birthday ever. <laughs> happy birthday. Oh, you're the first to arrive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and these are my three bathroom jokes. Then I have this one has to do with existential crisis. Have you ever waved your hand underneath an automatic paper towel dispenser and nothing comes out? Mm-hmm. You just look in the mirror and you go, Are you even here? And then 
<laughs> but this the one that's is tailor made for say too much with Stacy and Hutch. Um, to me, in my heart, Stacy will always be. Things got a little racy with Hutch <laughs> and Stacy. You always know that, yep. But this is true. When you wash your armpits, you're supposed to scrub 14 times under each arm to get them hygienically clean, and that's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. You'll notice a difference. But now, whenever you wash your armpits, you will think of me. And I know this because I think about the guy that told me, and I don't want to. <laughs> and it's true. I've had people come up to me and say, I think about you when I wash my armpits now. Because none of us had anything to think about when we wash our armpits in the shower. So I gave you that thing to think about. And now you'll think of me. And I didn't mean for it to get so racy on the program. Hutch. <laughs> it's okay. I um I don't know how to feel about this interview so far because now all I'm thinking about is you anytime I'm naked, which is a problem. And maybe it's not well, a problem. I haven't done yeah, it yet. I don't, be, I don't want to be gross, but uh, you're gonna think about me when you're naked and moist and wet. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a very special thing now we that we have with you, PJ. I mean, I like it. Stacy, it's you, it's me against the world against the species that spell it wrong with an E and a Y. Or no, EY is the, for the men to spell it. That's or non-binary, I don't know. Do you ever... I, I think you're interviewing us. This is weird. I want to be, be non-binary, but I can't make up my... You know, I can't make a decision. I can't make it's, up my It's mind. confusing. I get confused by the whole thing. Do people ever say uh, stacky? I've like, gotten that. Like when oh, you're really? At Starbucks mm -hmm. or like somebody calls you from the airline and that type of thing. Are people ever like stacky? I I remember in high school, my one of my teachers thought it was stacky, and I'm like, really? Really? Did you uh, did you sort of correct it or just let them go with it? I think I corrected it. Do people call you Tish? Well, I, here's something that's true. I hate when people spell it TJ with no periods. You do? do that all the time. Because hmm. they all, all the time, because a lot of other people with initials don't put periods. But mm -hmm. to me, it's like TJ. And if you spell it just TJ, it is Tuj. That's <laughs> how you would pronounce that name. It's Tuj. And I'm and not And it stands for Tammy Joe. That's Tammy, Tammy Joe. Joe. Yeah, Tammy I. If my name was Tammy Joe, I'd be going by Tammy Joe. Can you imagine what a funny stage name? Actually, oh my God, I'm that's hilarious. Down. From here on out, starting in Minneapolis at the House of Comedy this weekend, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, almost sold out. I think one or two of them are already sold out. Mm -hmm. um, but I love them all of America. There's a lids on every floor. There's about four lids. Mm -hmm. So if you want to put a lid on it, that's awesome. I love that. Hat. How long were you waiting for that punchline, TJ? Teach Tammy Joe. Tammy oh, Joe. Tammy with an I. It is. I do a lot of hat work in my comedy. Oh, <laughs> I can't see. I can only see Stacy. There you are, Hutch. He's the Gallagher of hats. He is the Gallagher of hats. But what I end up doing at the end of the show every time is wearing a watermelon hat. And we've all wanted to wear a watermelon hat. That's so hey, cool. 
Can I ask you a burning, dying question as a fan of comics and Deadpool? Is it owned by Disney or so? Who owns Deadpool these days? Do you even know who owns Deadpool? Disney, you know, took it all. They've got all of it, which is so irritating. Um, well, don't you get perks? Can't you, like, go to the parks for free now that you're in the movies? Um, You guys want to hear something really funny? This entire time, I've had these in and they're not. They're not. <laughs> they're not. You know how people are like, are those fashion glasses? I wear fashion AirPods. Yeah. No prescription. They're non-functional. I just think I look good with the little white, just a little bit. Oh, that's funny. Is there a camera in the middle of those glasses? Oh, Is God, that what's going yes. on there? If I did, I would have been taking snaps and snapping too much. <laughs> Stacy and Hutch. Um, I think uh, Disney, no owns, Disney owns... Uh, Deadpool, the, 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 no, because Deadpool's R-rated, but in with Disney, if I go there because I was in Big Hero 6, the Academy Award-winning children's film, um, yeah, I get what's called a plaid, and a plaid is a guide that gets you onto the rides immediately, so you never wait in line. They're kind of like your bodyguard, but they're little and Disney and you know, I think I think at bodyguard at Disney, the the worst that they can do can't do any physical violence. Right, the worst they can do is go, oh boy! <laughs> Somebody tries to attack you, they go, oh boy! Oh! Oh my God! Oh, How okay. fun was it to film the Deadpool scene where you're sitting on the couch and Ryan Reynolds is a naked baby? And are you guys ad libbing the whole thing, or how is that? How is that even done in in the takes that you did? Yes, what's really fun about that film is that it was so much ad living. It was so much improv, and they totally understood that's kind of what I do. Yeah. And then they, but the writers, uh, uh, Paul Wernicke and Rhett Reese, are so funny, so funny that all of the written lines are amazing too. And so, uh, you know, I got to do all their lines. Ryan's always throwing lines. I'm throwing lines back. Uh, he is so funny. So, so funny. Um, and it's like, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's like a bunch of people, in this case, a bunch of dudes just like throwing funny ideas. What if it's this? What if it's that? But unfortunately, toddler style was mine, but straight shirt cocking it. <laughs> Paul Wernicke. Okay. They do, you know, some of the best lines in there actually are theirs that are written. But it's, I always have a couple lines where, and people kind of say sometimes, like, oh, that was my favorite line. Did you write that? And it's, if it's their favorite line that I say, it's usually improvised because it's from me, you know, and I kind of know what's funny about me the most. And that's what you see in my stand up is like so much of it is improvised. So much of it. So if you go every single show, if you were to see every single show this weekend, each one would be different. But that's what I love. Is like I love riffing. I love improvising. I love working with the crowd, but I don't call it crowd work because it isn't, hey, where are you from? What do you do? Where are you from? What do you do? Look at this girl. What do you do? Where are you from? That's like the same thing over and over again. And it's not yeah. great. And you're seeing it on the internet all the time. Mm -hmm. Mine is much more just improvising, talking about my day, Asking people, you know, what do you think of the show? Sort of responding to that, figuring out who's there for what, whatever. 
And uh, that's great. And then the rest of the material is sort of, it's really fun. It's not like political. Some of it's a little philosophical, I guess, but it's just a good time. That's really what I'm focused on is like, cause people have come, they're spending their time. They got the babysitter. This is the first date or the anniversary. It's a birthday, whatever. Or they just want to like clean the slate, have the day in their rear view mirror. And that's, that's my favorite thing. So I really try and be present. And you're not going to see, I have a special called Dear Jonah on my YouTube right now. Actually, I have three specials. I have one at the Stanley Hotel that's completely improvised. And that's the hotel from The Shining. So it's such a cool hotel. They filmed Dumb and Dumber there. Yeah, totally. And I was yeah. uh, I went on the stairs. With this. Uh, that's great. I love that you know that. Did and you stay there? Hutch, you are too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did stay there. And so I talk about, you know, and it's sort of a spooky special. And then I have a special I did in Spokane, Washington, and that's completely improvised. And that's just about Spokane, which is really funny because if you don't live there, it's got all these references that like won't make sense, but it's still hilarious. But the main special I have is called Dear Jonah. And I started out trying to do all of my pandemic material because I had to like, you know, use it because it's going to get old. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. And so it was really funny because I started out doing that. And then this heckler, Jonah, he kind of starts heckling. And I'm like, ah, oh, God, what is this? And finally, I go, what, what's your deal, man? Look at these cargo pants. What's your cargo? What are you doing? <laughs> what's, what's your cargo? <laughs> and he said, um, he goes in this long diatribe of why he loves cargo pants, but he doesn't put anything in the pockets, but he likes them because they're comfortable. And Immediately, it's clear he's not drunk. He's like developmentally challenged. And we later found out that he has a form of cerebral palsy that kind of makes him stutter. But so other comedians might have made fun of that or been like, I better stay away from it. I didn't make fun of him. I incorporated in the show. And the special is hilarious. It's like he has the funniest line. He and I do the closer together. He's like throughout the special. So that's why it became sort of a love letter to this guy, Jonah. And that's why it's called Dear Jonah. But if you watch that, that's again, me trying to do something. I get derailed. And then the whole special changes. The whole show becomes about that night. And that's really what's interesting to me. And that's why I'm releasing like a special every month on my channel because I just, it's so much of his improvised. So I'm just, I'm, I generate content kind of, but stand up uh, much faster than most people. It's also more, that's why it's so fun to see me live. You know, I feel like yeah. there's so many, you go see Nate Bargatze, who's hilarious, or John Mulaney, hilarious, you know, mm -hmm. or yeah. the last special that they did, if it's, you're seeing them six months later, they're still doing that material because they're trying to build new material and mm -hmm. it just takes, you know, so that's what's really, really fun is you're never going to see anything that you've seen in mine online. Just like never. Do you think that the, that's why so many people will heckle you because they want to see what you're going to do with it? You know what, Stacy? And this is getting, it's this, uh, your questions are coming at a fast pace. <laughs> pace, pace. Uh, there we go. Do it right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I do my barbershop quartet stuff every so often. Oh, Whoa, that's a sing. good one. That is, that I is. I, a... had, I wish I had my harmonica on me. I supposed to always have it on me. That's what my harmonica teacher told me. Love it. On you. <laughs> um, 
I think, you know, I don't really, I haven't thought about that a lot, but I think so. And I think when the first person says something or I say to somebody, so you're not going to clap. Everyone else clapped. You're, are your hands tired from this afternoon? And I'm not talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about just hand washing, whatever. And then I think people are like, oh, he can like handle it. And so then they, they go after me. And what I've noticed recently is I'm having people come up and say, people often go, oh, I'm so sorry about Minneapolis. I can't believe people are so drunk. I want to apologize. Well, that's not a big deal. But now I'm seeing more people just sort of straight up be like, man, I, where were you going with that story about Postmates? And then you got interrupted. And you, what were you going to say? And oh, I'm so sorry. I wanted to hear it. One guy came up to me in Vancouver after the show and he goes, oh, man, my friend was here last night and he said, you like did just material. He's like, I was so excited to see like TJ Miller material. And okay. I said to him, I go, listen, any of the material that I was going to do was all new material. Any of that stuff that I'm doing, you're going to see that. You will see that. You'll be able to mm -hmm. see it online. It's going to be on my channel, be on my socials. You know, that will get there. You will hear that. But if you came to see me live, this is what the show is. And this is other people don't really do this. And so I kind of want to show you what I can do that other people can't. And that's why it's always different. That's why I tell people like, go see a live show. Not just me, like go see a live show, especially I know the pandemic is kind of in our rear view mirror, but let's all remember the time when we couldn't see anything live okay. and that we should kind of hold that closer to our hearts. Hey, it's Crisco, and you can get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money in prize picks. As you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason, I have won so much money on prize picks, $100 on football before. I've won $65 on a bet that I made for the NBA. It is so easy to do. I made a killing during March Madness. It is awesome, and it's so easy. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with picks for basketball, hockey, and so much more. And with prize picks, they make it so easy with quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types that make prize picks the number one fantasy sports app so all you have to do to win like me is download the app today and use code cdw for your first deposit match up to a hundred dollars with prize picks pick more pick less it's just that easy again download the app today and use code cdw for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel i see Sometimes during this interview, I've seen you kind of give me these really sweet eyes. Here, let me get the right. <laughs> oh, yeah, what is this? I wear that when I go to your show. Can you bring that? Look at this. I didn't plan this. This is hilarious. It's so handy. Do you, need, do you need me to sign something during this funeral? I love that. Yes. I love that. Is that a funeral or for a bride? I don't know which one that's for. Well, you wear that if you want to be chic or if you're at a funeral. You don't uh, want anyone to. I'm here for a marriage. It's the marriage between saying too much 
and getting and being with me. Uh, you know, well, I you know what Stacy a couple times has given me uh, these kinds of eyes. She'll, she'll be listening to you. I, I watched like the Jonah special and I thought it was really sweet. Did you really? I don't know who Tush <laughs> is, and I'm trying to figure out Tush. When I get there, I'm going to go, Tammy Joe, Tammy Joe. Do they ever call you Hutka? Hey, how's it being out of a job right now? Because you can't do movies or TV. Uh, that sucks. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this. It's a good thing you have another skill. You're a triple threat. You know what is fun is like right now I'm writing a film that I think we're going to do with Michael Bay. And I think it's, and I have another like more indie film that I'm doing. Transformer that 6? I also is that, or is that Yeah. There, unfortunately, there will be no more Transformers. Uh, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Okay. I think I think I think you are gonna I think you're gonna write one and then you're gonna call it something different than Transformers, but it's gonna be Transformers. And I think every character is you. It is. Is it? I think it's funny. It's it is. I have a Christmas film, and uh, that's what we're writing. And I did a Christmas film called Office Christmas Party. Yeah. Uh, that's R rated, and so I'm doing one with my buddy that's like more PG thirteen, and it's like it actually takes place in the Mall of America. Oh, fun. Are can I be in it? Can I film here? You, think, yes. you can be in it. Hutch is, re Hutch is relegated to the podcast world. Okay. Oh, can I just be but the Stacey, best king Stacey, ever? Stacey, I see, Stacey, you're a star. Yeah, mm. I can see you. Here we go. Here we Hutch, go. Hutch, the, only, the only shot you have is becoming a color hard model. You know what? I accept that. <laughs> right. Color. Yeah, look at this. Like, you are know, you wearing them right now? Yeah, I'm wearing my Carhartt. Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah, listen. Do you know how how Minnesotan men dress? It's either Carhartt or vest. That's how we dress in the winter. I am so. They glad wear you shorts said still. That. I'm so glad you said that because I was trying to decide if I was going to bring my vest or not. Because I like to dress like I like to dress the in audience. sort of the vibe, yeah, vibe of the audience or the place where I am. And I have a clip on my TikTok. That is, I dressed like a Wisconsin guy when I was in Milwaukee. And then I looked at a guy in the front row and he was wearing the outfit. He literally <laughs> was wearing what I was wearing. So now I got to do a mess. I got to do the Carhartt hoodie with the kangaroo pocket. Are you? All you got to do is follow somebody or we could we can text you pictures of people on the street. Oh, I can show him a picture, I think. Oh, okay. Um, some of your fashion finds? Some of, uh, yeah. My, my. By the way, you can follow me on TikTok. I'm DadBot Hutch, if you want to do that. <laughs> Are you really? Is that true? That's yeah. true. And you know who came up with that name? Not Stacy. Our male boss said, hey, your username for TikTok is going to be DadBot Hutch. Was mine Stacy Smoke Show or Smoke Show Stacy? Um, I don't remember because I feel embarrassed bringing those it up. Both, no, those are both great my uh i have oh, a good awesome. instagram name i have a good instagram name it's teenage millionaire which is how i <laughs> i like that i'm gonna follow you all right so here's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna share my screen with you and this is what do you see it right now do you see the screen yep. yes I can. okay why do women get crap for like wearing clothing all the time and men just look like this there you go right there that is your typical That's minnesota dad I've yeah. got exactly that 
like almost exactly that vest. Which well, I, it's Carhartt too. So I mean, only the best. Only the, the best. Right? Oh God, I love that. Well, Dad man, I, Hutch, it is. Dad bought Hutch. <laughs> God, here we go. Here come the comments. Oh, careful! No way, man. Unlike you, I'm there. I have a kindness in my heart. There's no sharp edge to touch. Hey, um, real quick, if when you're coming to Minnesota, what hat are you wearing to Minnesota? Yeah, well, can you afford that? Hold on one second. I'm in radio. I was in I was in Vancouver, uh, and it was um, it, there was so much meth. I mean, it it was so there was so much fentanyl there. And oh. I went to a place where it's just like, it's like a zombie world. It's so crazy. Hundreds of people smoking meth, shooting meth off because it's decriminalized. So they're smoking and shooting. Right and there are cops. Yeah. It's oh. like, it was, it was like Canada was trying to be too cool with it. And it, it's a catastrophe. Yeah. Cops just walk around trying to keep people safe and keep them from attacking one another. But it's uh, it's it's really really out there, really really I'll out there. A message, Tammy Joe, Tammy on your messages now. I love this ego. What is this about? Have you seen the ego uh, cream? The new was it tasty? Besides, it was not I, gross. It was it breakfast was brunch. Hey, yeah, I, I seen the video. Thanks, it's Titch. Sipping cream. It's sipping cream. It's ego brunch. I love it. Oh, brunch in a jar. Yeah. It doesn't sound good because I think you're drinking egg. But you're not. But that's the first thing I thought. I'll have Stacy bring you some on Friday or Saturday whenever she comes. I, whenever it's open. Smoke show, Stacy. Stacy smoke show, with one eye. So that's that's the that's the TikTok one. I messaged you on your Insta though. I love that Stacy smoke show. There you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. My God, both of you are so dynamic on the internet. <laughs> So dynamic. Well, you interviewed us the whole time here. It's been big fun. And there's the hat. There it is. Is that your Minnesota hat? Oh, that's a that's very English. Let me pull this up. It's a fascinator. Screen. Let's do this he full thinks, screen. He thinks that I'm not going to swear this entire. How do I get time? him full screen? I don't know. Oh. Oh, right corner at the bottom. There should be. Yeah, a but little... it's just me. You see, now it's just me. Well, you're you're a handsome man. Ah. Oh well. <laughs> good looking Bob. Hey, man, I am excited to uh, have you guys come. Are you going to be movie scouting at the Mall of America for your movie that you're writing? Or are you going to? Literally, we came last year during December and we met all these Santas. And mm -hmm. Hutch, I don't know if you know this, okay? But there is something called the IBRBS. It is the International Brotherhood of Real Bearded Santas. It's weird when they all march in the hallway. It's amazing. And there's a whole, like, it's amazing. But we know we're friends with Santa Herman and Santa Sam. And all of, and Santa Sid, the original. The, like, luminary was there for 40 years. The main Santa that the other Santas at the Mall of America, they say, this is the palace that Santa Sid built. That's, like, something that is said. And Santa Sam, Santa Herman, we're going to hang out with all these Santas. And the Santas at the Mall of America are the best Santas in America, obviously, because it's mm -hmm. the main mall. And they come in from all over, from Texas, from the East Coast, West Coast, all of it. But they have certain Santas that are Minnesota Santas. And you would think, oh, I guess they're doing that because they are the best Santas. All of them are good Santas. But the Minnesota Santas are the best. And, yeah, we went. We did research. We learned about it. 
And it's crazy. It's like they don't drink or cuss all month, the entire month of December. They sort of prepare for it every morning. They get up. There's almost like a Santa meditation. And they really are like saints that are living among us. Like they're just such kind, good people. And it's just, it's fascinating. It's so amazing. And that's a big part of the film. But the film is so much more. And it's the craziest. It is the type when we pitched it, because we pitched it to hundreds of people in preparation. We pitched it to the Russo brothers and also to Michael Bay and his company. And we did so many, it's the type of pitch where you say it and afterwards people are just floored. They're just like, that's amazing. Has it been picked up? No, we're in, we're doing a second draft of it. That's the thing that I never understood is when you're acting, you don't really completely understand the entire process of making a film. You can kind of be like, oh, I see what it's like to direct. And you think, oh, well, there's pre-production post, but actually writing a film, financing film, all those things that takes like years, Mm -hmm. but I have acted so much, just so much that I, I was kind of like, I had a conversation with Jason Bateman on the set of office Christmas party. And he was like, who wants to be an actor? It's so boring. And I was like, what do you mean? And he said, I mean, you just sit around and then they come, they tell you what to do, where to go, the words you want to say. And then you go back and you sit down and you wait. And I was like, so you like directing more? And he was like, yeah, so much more. He said, I'm doing off this Christmas party because I love it. I'm excited. But he said, you know, a lot of why I'm here is so that I can do Ozark. And I go, what is that? And he was like, it's this like little series. It's really cool. I said, did you write it? He goes, no, 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 but I'm directing and I'm a star in it. And I think it's just really good. I love it. And I was like, oh, and then it became Ozark, which is like one of the greatest television shows of all time. I think mm-hmm. it's better than Breaking Bad almost, to be honest with you. And so what I didn't understand was that acting is such a small part of making a film. And so now we're really understanding it. And, you know, Hutch, to sort of answer your question, it's like right now I'm kind of living my best life. I hate that phrase. Right now I'm like this is a dream come true because what I always wanted to do was I wanted to write films that I do not direct, but that I star in. And I did that. I have two shorts that went to Sundance. I have, you know, I produced uh, a show for comedy central and then a show that was on comedy central, but also was an HBO pilot, but I've never like written and starred in a feature length film. And so right now that's what's happening. And I wanted to do that and be a stand-up comic. So for me, the idea of being a stand-up comic traveling all over the world, not even the United States, all over the world, producing my own content, doing all that, but also making movies instead of just being in them, that's sort of what I always wanted to do. And so it's like, this is a really cool time for me in my life because you're also not at other people's whim. They don't. They kind of say, you're the most amazing thing in the world. We love you so much. You're irreplaceable and stuff. And then suddenly we don't do a movie or they say, you're, we're going to do this French and then they don't end up doing it. But when I started, the movies that I've starred in were so fun, so amazing. But the whole time I was like, I don't really have control over what we're doing next. And I know I, I produce things. And so when you write something, you control it from the very beginning. If you're a producer, you have so much input. And then the pro- if you're a director, and Mark Wahlberg sort of taught me about this, if you're a director, it takes up so much time because mm. you have to do all the pre-production, all the post-production editing afterwards. But if you write it, you just have to do the creation of the script. 
And then if you star in it, you're only there during the, you know, the actual physical production. And then I, I of course, want to have a hand in the editing, but the director has to take the lead and do that. And then while he's doing post-production and they're figuring out the marketing, all that stuff, I'm on to writing the next thing or doing stand-up, going back and like being on the road, being everywhere. And I like, did a whole European tour and I have a whole doc about that. There was supposed to be, hey, TJ Miller, cool guy. This is what it's like to be me in Europe doing my thing. Oh, let's go try this food. And it quickly became a documentary about these emerging stand-up scenes in Europe. Because the stand-up world right now in Europe is like what it was in 2010 in the United States. And it's sort of exploding there. And it was fascinating to talk to Finnish comedians who perform primarily in Finnish, right? or the the diversity of the amsterdam scene and how many different places there and you know what the greece the stand-up scene in greece and there's only i went to greece and all these comics came up to show and they're like you know where are the the greek comedians and we wanted to you know see what you're doing is great it's really really great and i go cool so uh how many comics are there in greece and they're like we are we are them we are greek comics I was like, no, I, I know you're Greek comics. I'm saying, <laughs> how many comics are there in Greece? Like, how big is the scene? And they go, no, we are, we are the, we are the scene. We are. <laughs> and it was, it's real. There's like six Greek comedians. It's like oh, eight, wow. eight stand-up comedians in Greece. So we got to talk to them and do like little interviews and all that stuff. And it was really, really fascinating to sort of see that. And that kind of is what... I'm realizing is going on right now. Stacy was joking and she's like, you interviewed us. I'm more interested in other people than I'm interested in myself. I think that's why I'm a comedian and not actually really an actor because I'm not sort of fascinated by myself and want to talk about me. And I'm kind of fascinated by other people, which makes a person a good stand-up comic and a good comedian and a good writer and all those things. And people are like, well, what's your podcast? Do you have a podcast? I'm on a podcast called Cashing In with TJ Miller and it's great. The host Cash Levy, so funny. He has a tough time getting guests. So I've been the only guest on the show for seven years. I think then, it should be called Top Biller with TJ Miller. You know, I mean, if we're changing names of podcasts, you know, but whatever, you you call it whatever. Sir, I tip my hat to you so hard that it goes off. No! <laughs> that joke that joke went a little bit south if you saw it went it. a little, little south the gentle giant tour mall of america <sighs> four shows four shows Only four. you gotta see him friday and saturday uh and make sure you keep tj or keep stacy at the top of your mind for your film at mall of america right absolutely if you haven't had you guys have you gotten your peanut butter yet no no it's on the way you okay. will you're getting three uh, jars of my peanut butter, which is available on Amazon.com. I have dark chocolate coconut. What? Of coconut. I have. They're almost dessert peanut butters. I have cherry chocolate with real dried cherries, milk chocolate, and uh, honey roasted peanuts. And my favorite, toffee crispy with toffee, milk chocolate, and rice oh. krispies. So that's all headed your way. I also have hot sauce on Amazon. Just Google all of this stuff. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Watch Dear Jonas. Stacy did, and she loved it. And forgive Hutch for everything. Everything. I'm sorry. What's my name, Tidge? Hutka. It sort of sounds like a spit. Yes, it's a very good spit. Hutka and Tidge. 
said a Jammy little too much. Yeah, if this Thank whole you. if this whole writing directing thing doesn't work out, we could use you as a producer. That you know? would be really great. You are so that. much fun. You are I would so much love fun. to be. I would. I would love to just be the guy in the background. Maybe my screen is like really small. And like then, this guy over here. That guy right. Ross! He's Joe Ross. <laughs> that guy. That's our producer. Tahir Ross Sabren deal. <laughs> but I'd like to be a tiny screen like over here. And then I, I can't make him small. I mean, we could do this. Picture you know, picture. Yeah. So you guys are talking, and every so often I go, whoops, they said too much. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Please. I think I'm gonna take these tenders to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh there you go all right tj miller he was so much fun what it was guy. awesome uh, so there you go i i did not know about his uh, tasty peanut butters i can't wait for those to show yeah, up i didn't know who's sending us those so Me yeah well go. i he is a delight so make sure you thank him because he kicked himself off i know uh but, you know stacy has all his info so i don't you know oh i'll just uh yeah by the time BFFs. this are you yeah. going I well, I, yeah, I want to go, so All I right. better get on my computer and buy tickets. Buy tickets, they will sell out. Let's do snack chat. Yay! What's the latest crop? Soup's on, fat boy. You'll find out what's an oral gasm. Your chicken is delectable. And what's dorm food? That's disgusting. Because it's time to test your taste buds as we now present Stacy and Hutch's snack chat. All right, let's do it. I'm going to move this. That camera's way too close to me. Does this right. mean we get to try that peanut butter on air at some point? Yeah, I guess well, we can. Maybe. We'll have to wait for Stace because uh, she'll be. Can uh, we see if it's. No, because we just only confirmed this interview yesterday. I'm sure. It hasn't gotten here in one day. True. So, I mean, if unless, it did, let's let's the postal service has changed their ways. Unless he overnighted the peanut butter. Well, yeah. And I'm wondering, maybe his uh, dude sent it. Um, his yeah. PR dude. We'll definitely, yeah, we'll save it for a uh, next snack chat. Yeah. If uh, there's any left. That's true. All right, let's do it. Uh, so we have limited edition today. We're gonna do another pop tart flavor. Oh, sugar cookie. <gasps> oh, pop tart. Yay! Look at how cute that now, box is. I have tried these, and by the way, the pop tarts are different uh, images. Oh, cute. So there's different snowmen. I hope I get oh. the angel snowman. It's like a real Christmas sugar cookie. Now I I have to apologize to Stacy because I did heat these up, and these tasted a lot better heated up than they do cold. But let me tell you, these are good. These are deadly. Good sugar cookie pop tarts. How much insulin do I need, Hutch? What's it say? Uh, sugars. Oh, cute. I'm just 26 grams of it's not no, sorry. Yeah, 26 grams of sugars. Mine is a little seen on the beach. Oh, there you go. So Which you gotta, is confusing. No, Ross, you gotta you can't eat from the corner, you gotta crack it in half and then eat the middle. Because I got, well, I got some of it in there, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do it on yeah. That's a good idea. Eat from the middle, eat from the middle because that's where the filling is. So that's where the delicious. That's so good, and this one is super, super good. It tastes like sugar cookie dough, right? It's deadly, isn't it? Yeah, you're getting away with something. You can kinda. have them because these pop tarts are two for two. The pumpkin, you like the pumpkin, pumpkin pie was good. That's that's good. Limited edition. I haven't had these. I don't know if these are out. Stacey, you'll have to tell me if these have been out in previous seasons. I know you. I don't remember. Um, no, these right here. Uh, these oh, are the next thing. The next thing. These are Ritz fudge covered limited edition. Mm -mm. No. I think I've seen the white chocolate. The ones. White cho I've seen the white chocolate Oreos. Um, I saw these. I'm like, mm. I have never seen these before. So I don't think I was thinking of the Oreos. I bet. Do you guys notice the new holiday trend is basically we just wrap everything in either chocolate or vanilla or almond bark? Yeah. Yeah. I like almond bark. Doesn't matter what like it is. Almonds. That's so the holiday is, trend. This is how they come in a package like this. Okay. And they're chocolate covered Ritz. 
and this is going to be good. My mom used to just do it herself, but now she doesn't have to. I enjoyed holiday baking. I'll try one of these. Treat maker. Sure, why not? You know what I could do with these? Hmm. Get two of them, put peanut butter in the middle. Yep. And then you like that. They're okay. I'm not too impressed with them. Well, it's like um, sweet. It's so, Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, um, you know what they did well, though? Hmm. It's a good ratio of cracker to chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's very good ratio. It's just, I don't know. It's okay. It's one of those where we're like, mm. Mm. I like it. Well, well done there, mm. Nibisco. Yeah. Um, so you said your mother does this. Is this a thing that people it's do? It's a Christmas thing, I think. Yeah. When we, in um, the Midwest, too, especially. When we used to have, you know, a lot of people over and stuff, we would make these. I can't remember what else was on here, though. I know I have some with peanut butter and then like a marshmallow and pretzel. I think there was a pretzel one or I don't know. It's you're right, though. I've seen them mm-hmm. before, but I don't know. There was some stuff on them other than just the chocolate. Right. If I can remember this upcoming holiday season, I'll bring you guys um, one of the Christmas cookies that I make is just a double double stuffed Oreo mm-hmm. dipped in like the almond bark or the white chocolate. So it's just a candy. You know, it's like a candy cane. You know, what we should do. One of our last podcasts for the year, we should do a Christmas cookie bake-off between the three of us. That would be oh, fun. Well, then you know what I'm making, because that's about all I can do. Well, she does. She does these really good uh, sugar cookies and then decorates them with... They look beautiful. Uh, they taste very good. They're very sugary. They, she, she, she makes them very uh, pretty, you know, okay. where I think my Christmas cookies, I'm just going, here, here's taste. Here they are. Just, yep. just eat them, because yeah. I don't have the patience that mm. she has for decorating. I just don't. It's all about the pretty for me. My late grandmother used to make a candy cane like sugar cookie, and you maybe know what I'm talking about. Yes. It looked like a candy cane. <clears throat> the two different color doughs. Yes. And you twist them, and then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so but if, you, if they brown at all, it kind of ruins it. Yeah. And I yep. I tend to brown. All right. Um. <laughs> Sorry, so many things popped into my head there. I don't know what you're yeah. giggling about. I'll tell you later. Um, all right, there you go. That's our podcast. Thanks to TJ Miller. And of course, you can check him out if you're watching this. I can't, Ross, we need to push this out like in the next day or two. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's only going to take me an hour well, and a half to edit. Yeah, but I know. We'll, but we'll, he does. I, I did make a note. We'll drop it on Friday. Okay, perfect. All right, you know what else, though? He also has his YouTube channel, and yes. you could follow. And there's tons of content there, too. So I need you to. Uh, you haven't seen the Deadpools yet, have you? No. Okay. You need to just YouTube that moment of the baby toddler when Ryan Reynolds is naked at Deadpool. It's really good. You said Deadpools. I, I've seen two. Is there a third that I've missed? Sorry, Deadpools one and two. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, uh, but that is one of the best scenes. All right, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye. Bye.